Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. It is in the Manila envelope marked ads. ads. I have to get my ads. Yes, you will. We'll be right back. You know what we're in the season of, and it's, it's on, it's on uh, point, it's on topic. What? Well, I'm going to ask Pat about this. Oh. You got a high school transgender transgender sprinter, a biological male. Yeah. Well, he competed against the girls in the Connecticut State Open, and he win he wins the hundred meter dash. You know, going away. Ooh. But in the winter, he competed as a guy in the tra- in the indoor track events. Pat. Oh, well, you can't go back and did he have a secretariat like uh, 31 length? Win? You got a transgender sprinter. A, bi- a biological male ran as a girl in the Connecticut State meet and crushed the field in the hundred yard dash. Yeah, but in the winter he competed as a male in the indoor track season. Was it before? Don't you got to make up your mind? Well, What's I the switch date? Uh, you know, I think you can be. Uh, you got you got six months and then you can change your mind again. I don't know how that works. I'm not really sure. We didn't have much of that in Murray County in the 1950s, so no. I don't know. I think that's crossing Miss, the foul line. I, I don't know. Nobody seems to be too worked up about it. So. <laughs> I think it's a... I, uh, I think I, it's a product I, of 2018. Uh, unless the, uh, unless the uh, parents of the second-place finisher aren't real happy. So, And then at that point, you kind of seem like a sore loser, don't you? Yeah. yeah it, I don't know. Well, plus the kids are being taught, you know, inclusivity. Yes, but they, yes, they can't. Yes, they, yes, they can't yes. very well start complaining that, you know, Leroy, who's he's got a muscle mass advantage, though. Yeah. That uh, should that should be taken into consideration. Maybe he should start like three or three yards further behind or something. They like got to come yeah. out. See how it comes. Put him in yeah. the in the the the, yeah. the the starter thing, the blocks, mm-hmm. three feet behind. Yeah, that's a good idea. See, the fixer comes up with another... Got it. Boom. Uh, <laughs> Sign, seal, deliver. Not a, nah, I think a good stride, right? Let's red stamp it. Stride. That's right. I that's asked right. Reavers this earlier, and this is this is what has to happen for the Twins to have a season. Are they capable of running off about a 10-2 and two run? Uh, well, last year, out of nowhere, they went 20-6 and six in August. I don't know if they have this in them offensively but uh, or hitting-wise. I, I said offensively. Uh-huh. Baseball. I never use that word in baseball. I always say hitting, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I don't think they're very good. They don't appear to be, do they? I, uh, here's what frightens me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a long season and it's always streaky. Mm-hmm. What happens if uh, Esky and uh, Rosario cool off? Mm-hmm. Have that two weeks where they hit two hundred? Then what's going to happen? Then you're not going to crack five hundred. <laughs> How good is Escobar though? Did you see the little video of his post game interview, fellas? I missed I did it. Not. Okay, Audra Martin gets him out there, and it, you got it. It's everywhere, and she says. Two more doubles today, Eduardo. 26, you lead the major leagues, and he rolls his eyes, like flutters his eyes, like <laughs> how, how amazing he is. Just, he is uh, in, I first covered the Twins probably in the early 70s, some. So, what do we got here? 48 years? Yeah. He's one of the five best guys they've had, as far as a guy. Yeah. He is a character. Never ends. Name Never your top ends. five. Well, this is just personality-wise. No, I'd have to go Puck, yep. Randy Bush, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, who from the 70s? Lyman. Yep. Love Lyman. Yep. Tony? Oh, yeah, Tony. Yeah, Tony's number one on all lists of, <laughs> as a guy. Yeah, I saw him again yesterday doing the Spanish broadcast. He was there But you're putting Escobar in his camp now. Oh, man, he's funny. Mm-hmm. He's just a he's just a character. And the funny thing is, three years ago, he was like the clubhouse comic character that Suzuki would come in and rap in the side of the head. <laughs> had when he came in, every Suzuki loved to torment him, mm-hmm. but it was a really, a, they were best of friends. Mm-hmm. But come on, come on, don't do that. You know, he'd make this big deal out of it, which he didn't care about. But he, he's great at... Uh, was great at that, but now he's their best player, <laughs> and I and love. He's still doing this. And he's not. There's no arrogance there. But you're going to have to give him three years, thirty million here pretty soon. I mm-hmm. love the fact that he learned to speak English by watching Top Gun. Top Gun, yes. <laughs> and uh, he used to pull in. He used to pull in to with a. I don't think he might. Have, I don't think he had a convertible, but he had the windows up down there in Fort Myers. He pull up the ballpark playing that every. What's the big song on a top? Take gun? my breath away. Take my breath away. That was like he'd, he'd always sing. Take his favorite songs were "Take My Breath Away" and this other crap. And that's a, that's how he says he learned how to speak English. By which, by the way, he's very good at. But he still brings the interpreter. Sure. Out. I think all the Spanish, most of the Spanish guys now are pretty good with it because they teach them when they're you know young guys, but they don't want the the interpreter get fired so they let him uh, so they keep having him stand there oh, yeah. Yeah. that's his favorite song he'd come in he'd, he'd come into the clubhouse singing every breath you take oh my god oh. you know they're remaking that damn movie no oh, yep. 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 It, it was fine the way it was I think it's still Tom Cruise too what was the name of the blonde? Kelly, Kelly McGillis. McGillis. Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Boy, did she go downhill in a hurry. <laughs> I hate to say anything, but she was fetching. Oh, yeah. About five years later, something happened. I don't know. I would pay money to watch Eduardo Escobar pull up in his car with this just <laughs> blaring from the speakers. Oh, my God. Uh, he's got, I think he got married to a gal who already had at least two kids. I think he married a gal. And anyway, he's got three fairly young boys. Mm-hmm. 
And when I I did a real long piece on him a couple of years, three years ago, I just loved it, writing it. But I said, what are the name of your sons? He said, second base shortstop and third. <laughs> you know, because he, he's got three, you know, because he plays all three. He says, second base short and third. Is what he, he's, a, he's a hell of a guy. Where does and, he live in the offseason? He lives now in Florida. He doesn't go back to Venezuela. Venezuela is such a he mess. He can't go back to Venezuela. There is no Venezuela. Venezuela is such a mess. In fact, I think he moved his, uh, he got his uh, family moved here. His, Socialism his utopia. You oh, Venezuela. Yeah, they've ruined that doesn't country. doesn't work. They've ruined that country. Mm-hmm. But he's, I think he's living in Miami. They're somewhere in the Miami area. So, Well, plus a guy like him can't go back there. He'd get kidnapped. There's a fighting chance, yeah. you know, unless you can afford to have security and stuff like that. But Do we uh, have to spend a summer now uh, worried about whether LeBron will return to Cleveland or not? Oh, God. It's, Joe, last year, once the worst playoffs in the history of NBA finished, they were better this year, but not in the finals. But uh, two days later, nobody cared, and it was, where's Kyrie going Where's Paul George going? Where's this guy going? That guy going? Well, with LeBron, multiply it by 10 times. ESPN is going to spend two hours a day until he chooses a team. LeBron watch. Well, might he stay with Cleveland? I don't think so. It depends upon how hard winning, how uh motivated he is to win another championship because right now they got to go out and pick out where they want to I don't he wouldn't go to Golden State because that would be a non I mean that title would be even, a chemistry problem that title no that title wouldn't even count mm-hmm. if you go out there and play with those guys but he might go to Philadelphia I think he's going to go to the Lakers myself I think he's got a house out in LA I think he's going to live out there I think he's going to go out there and uh and play in LA for become a become a mega mega star in uh, in in LA. So his career essentially has not peaked. He's still ascending, isn't he? He's no, not old. no, he hasn't ascending. But he's he just had right now. He just had about his best season in about three four years. He's thirty two now, but he's thirty six really because he signed right out of high school. So he played he's played more basketball. Then and and count what two Olympics at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played more basketball at this age than anybody in history. Hmm. He's played a phenomenal. This year he led. He didn't miss a game and he led the NBA in uh, minutes mm-hmm. played. So and so he played eighty two games. Played the whole. <laughs> I don't think this is on LeBron's. List no, of favorite songs. I don't think so. He doesn't use to get hyped in the no, locker room. No. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in just a moment as soon as Rook takes us to a break. Bob, go ahead, please. Hey, the, the inside track on the L.A. Lakers, there's a guy named Clay Mosier from Minnesota here that was an, uh, an advanced scout for Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron came into the league. He is now a bench coach for the L.A. Lakers. All righty. Thank, Thank you. You, <laughs> you bet. Okay. I mentioned this earlier. Michael Rand in the Star Tribune they had a great point about OV, Ovechkin's gleeful celebrations <laughs> with this cup, which he apparently has not let go of yet, no. right? Uh, the parade's tomorrow. So. 
Rand had a great point. We live in the age when the superstar free agents, they shop themselves around attempting to buy themselves a title yes. or, or attempting to maneuver themselves into a title yeah. situation. Not so much in hockey. It's happened, but not so much. Not this guy. No. Here's the no. great stat. Only John Elway, 15 years with the Broncos, had to wait longer to win a title than Ovechkin <laughs> with his original team. Isn't that something? Yes. So, Reavers, you're an expert on this. The uh, the keg stand. Oh my God, uh, the, it was my favorite. Uh, now, moment. What, what is the process here? Because that that was before me, before so, my time. Here's what you do: the, he, a kid, he's drinking. This is what do they call it? A keg stand? Yes. So the keg needs to be probably most likely on the ground inside of a bucket. Each okay. hand is placed on the sides of the keg where you would normally lift the keg up. Yeah. Okay. Then you got your buddies to lift up one leg on each side. Yep. They hoist up the leg. You start down in the spout. Boom. And you see how <laughs> so long you can coming last. coming out of the stout. Yes, huh? absolutely. <laughs> OB, oh. that, that video's out there. And by the way, when he finished, gleefully, he was... Already so hammered, oh, God, he yeah. could barely stand up. Then yesterday, they sent out the video. His wife sends out the video of him barbecuing in the backyard. It's singing, we, singing are we are the champions. But the flame looks like he's doing it with charcoal, and the flame looks like mine used to after you put a quart of that stuff. It's just... It looks like a house is burning, and he said, "We are the champions," and he's hammered, oh, and he's oh. gonna barbecue in he the must, backyard. He, I, you know damn well he'll take that thing to Russia. Oh yeah, <laughs> next year, thirty-eight games, eight goals. Oh yeah, he's done. He's gonna he's weigh four hundred pounds when he gets to camp. No, I think it's just that this fourteen years of this. Mm-hmm. You know, fighting and being the guy that they even know he's a beast. The guy they come up and hit with a stick in mm-hmm. the playoffs for 14 years and he finally wins it. He's having more. He's, how could a, he is a, he's a Ruski who's the most popular athlete in Washington, D.C. since I don't know who. The thing with the keg stands, though, never has a sober person mounted <laughs> no, a keg. No, you're 100% you right. You already have to be yes. buried to say, oh, I'll do a keg. And I'm pretty proud. My personal best is about 12 seconds. I, I've done it. But here's the thing about It's been a few years. Here's but, the thing about Ovechkin. He's got to weigh 230, doesn't he? He's a big Probably, yeah, probably. He's a rock, he's a man. <laughs> and they hold him up. And he's got the beard. He's got the beer all slopping down. What was beard. the fountain that they jumped in? Did you guys see that one too? I heard that. They, yeah. they, they took it. They took the cup to a fountain. I don't know if it was in the D.C. area. Or it wasn't. It wasn't here's, the reflecting pool. Was it? My, oh, maybe it was. Man. Here's my favorite part of their whole celebration. No, they're they're skating around the rink with the cup, all happy. And some guy sees a Las Vegas babe with with well endowed chest. They all say, "Hey, look!" <laughs> was she they the all, one who took her shirt off? I. There's that know. going around the internets too, where she's I right don't. at the ice and she just she's very proud of him, so she just takes her. Oh, top she off. might have flashed yeah. it to him, but have they paid all a lot go, of money for it. But yeah. they all go, oh, hey, hey. interrupt the cup celebration. <laughs> Typical dudes. Typical <laughs> <laughs> hockey. What were players. we doing again? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, we just won the cup. <laughs> That's right. Oh. You know, there's there's hockey paper players who've branched out, but the great thing about hockey players is while the rest of society has become more dignified in their pursuits of alcohol and you know and everything. They're still all a bunch of beer drinkers and probably drink Canadian beer. You know, they don't, probably don't drink. You know, they probably 
drink uh, Labatt's. Yeah. Labatt's. Labatt's. Did they stay in Vegas and party, or did they come home? I'll have to find out. I don't know. We're talking. You got to, a, got a guy coming up, John don't you? Walton from Plymouth, Minnesota. Uh, is the voice of the Caps, and we're going to talk to him. Is he? Really? Yep, we're going to talk to him. Oh, cool. Later on The best part of them jumping into this fountain and watching the video, Ovi stripped down to just the boxers. (laughs) He said to hell with it. I'm getting all in. you got to establish where this fountain is. Uh, It it looks like it's in Washington. I believe it's downtown Washington somewhere. Well, they got fountains, but most of them are in honor of the war dead. Yeah, it looks like it's outside of like a mall. It doesn't look like it's, yeah, it it doesn't look like it's a memorial of any type. (laughs) They drove around looking. Looking for one. Yeah. The Sam yeah. Walton uh, fountain. That yeah. parade tomorrow could be something. Oh, man, God. Because you know Obi's going to be blitzed. I told Joe earlier, Pat, that someone had a great tweet about they could re-sign Barry Trotz to a multi-year extension just by returning all of Obi's empty cans <laughs> from these past couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird deal. That I'm sure Trotz is saying, okay, you guys made me hang in the wind all the year. Now, mm-hmm. uh, you know what's amazing about this? Cup victory. Mm-hmm. Their first two playoff games at home, they blew two old leads to Columbus yep. and lost. Yep. And I was, I'm glad I wasn't a Washington sports columnist. These choking pigs have done it again. You know, blowing two old leads, they have no chance. Two months later, they're they're the toasts of uh, when, the East Coast. When is the last time Washington D.C. had a championship? Ah, uh, was it the Redskins. Redskins. We when was we that? are now number one when it comes to four. When it comes to the four major cities sports, that yeah. have the four major sports, we have now uh, passed Washington and uh, our we're, championship we're drought is now yeah, the leading drought. Twenty-seven years for a uh, franchise with. Teams in all four cities, we're number one. I'll be damned. So we got that going for us. We got that. Yeah, we do have that going. Kenny and I just watched the video of the uh, where all the guys are are pointing back at the the lady. Does she ever? uh, Well, you you can barely see her, but what's more, what's funnier, double takes is everybody. All the guys turning around to see her in the stands. You can hardly see her, but you can see their reaction. It's going to be on the right side of your screen. Now he's got the cup, and now everybody's going past the lady with their. They're like. Oh, hey, 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 put the brakes on. I'm going to go around again, okay? Slap shot has been reincarnated. Not the style of hockey, but the style of reaction. Because they're the same guys. I'm looking at the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to listen to the song. Danny, yesterday they had the Clydesdales there. Yeah. Right at the Twins game. What do you want when you get the Clydesdale? Dun, 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 dun. Right. Cunningham, God love him, it isn't his fault, won't shut up. And I'm screaming, I want to listen to the song. Stop it. I want to hear some clopping. Shut up. Sports Talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than yeah, Federated. It's uh, Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and your money now. Stocks were modestly higher at the close of trading today, Joe, led by shares of healthcare companies. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained five points, closing at 25,322. The NASDAQ Composite rose 14 points and the S&P 500 gained two. Net neutrality ends today. The FCC has repealed the set of rules under which regulators treated all companies using the Internet equally. The Trump administration called 
called it micromanaging. Consumer advocates say the end of net neutrality introduces a two-tiered system that could favor services that pay more to Internet service providers. It was Custer's last strand, a lock of blonde hair that experts believe came from Colonel George Custer, the officer who perished at the Battle of Little Bighorn, was sold at auction over the weekend for more than 12000 bucks. Heritage Auctions says the lock came from the collection of a man who spent decades amassing artifacts related to that historic battle in Montana. Custer is believed to have provided the lock of hair to his wife, Elizabeth, uh, about uh, 12 years earlier to his demise. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Thank you very much, Bruce. Away you go. We're going to check traffic here. This one sponsored by Hotels.com and Northbound 100 already cursed from Highway 81 up to the sluggish eastbound 694. Uh, that shakes loose by the time you hit Highway 65. Westbound 694 also stuttering 65 over to the river. If you're rolling between the downtowns, 94, not too bad. 11 minutes each way. Enjoy that. With Hotels.com, get rewarded from seaside cabins to resorts. Hotels.com deals, they come with access to instant savings, too. Hotels.com, you do you and get rewarded. Crosstown and downtown that was originally scheduled for Sunday night only, but then canceled due to rain, and then rescheduled for tonight has been canceled and rescheduled once again for tomorrow night. Uh, That's northbound 35W between Highway 62 and 94, 10 p.m. until 5 a.m. on Tuesday. Wow, wow, that was one we normally don't play. I've never heard this song before. Fleetwood Mac. This is cool. That's from about 1970, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, somewhere out there. Yeah. I love this part where it says, I was alone. I was alone in the cold of a winter's day. You were alone. Huh. Yeah, they still do this. That sounds pretty good. I was alone in the cold of a winter's day. One more hand. 1972. Bear Tree is way back before the uh, hit days. Danny Kerwin. Hmm. That's good. I haven't heard that in a long time. Cloudy. Yes, Kenny. I don't think I've ever heard it. Oh, it good. was a, a radio staple. In was it really? Yeah. This is pretty cool. Cloudy. Uh, some rain in parts of the Twin Cities in 73 degrees. Uh, twins are off. They'll play the Tigers in Detroit tomorrow night. Joe Maurer heading out to Rochester for a rehab assignment. He'll DH tomorrow and then play first base on Wednesday if everything goes well. Could join the Twins during this road trip. Uh, one other Twins note, Eduardo Escobar has been named American League Player of the Week. Escobar hit 462 with two home runs, six doubles, a triple, and eight RBIs. He leads Major League Baseball with 26 doubles, and he is six with a .568 slugging percentage for the season. Eduardo hitting 288, 12 home runs, 39 RBIs, also has 39 extra base hits. News notes from today, St. Paul police said three juveniles, including an 11-year-old boy and two 14-year-olds, have been arrested on suspicion of theft after they were spotted breaking into homes and using a fake fundraising flyer for a basketball team as a way to case potential victims. 
Police sent crime alerts to the Highland Park, McGroveland, and Summit University neighborhoods warning residents to be on the lookout for young kids using the phony fundraising flyer and to lock their doors and windows. St. Paul Police Sergeant Mike Ernster said the crime alert went out because these suspicious activities, including the use of the flyer, continue to happen even after the arrest of the three juveniles. Ernster said the kids are also using the opportunity when they go door-to-door to look for easy targets for burglaries when people do not appear to be home. Tonight's the big meet, of course, between Kim Jong-un and President Trump. Have you noticed all the websites and TV? It's like a prize fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very strange. I have a feeling something <clears throat> weird will happen. Think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think I, they're going to wrestle? Nah, somebody's going <laughs> to you know expel gas or something, and that'll offend some cultural sensibility. The next thing you know, it's a pie fight. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I think something crazy <laughs> like that—that yeah. that would be that fun. guy from the late seventies and early eighties with the uh, the rainbow hair. Yeah, you know, John yeah. three sixteen. He's going to be <laughs> like in between. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, They meet at 8 o'clock our time. The president, by the way, uh, we found out today will be in Duluth on Wednesday, June 20th. That news announced by the official Team Trump Twitter account. Last time he visited Minnesota was in November of 2016 when he made an appearance at a Minneapolis-St. Paul airport hangar during his presidential campaign. Now, can, Why is he going to Duluth? Yeah, yeah, I'm wondering, can Duluth uninvite him much like he has done to... <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Minnesota Court of Appeal. Why is he going up there? I, I don't know. I, I, That's there was a no, very strong liberal stronghold. There was no uh, indication of the, in the announcement why, just that he would be there on June 20th. Oh. It's, I'm sure it's a rally, uh, like he's held, what, uh, three or four in the last month. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's that kind of He's going to get up in there and stir things up. He's going he's gonna to raise a ruckus mm-hmm. is what he's going to do. <laughs> Minnesota Court of Appeals is reversed. He's going to rename Glenn Sheen Trump's Glenn Sheen. His- isn't that a line from Larry David's show? He got to get up in there and raise, <laughs> raise a ruckus. A ruckus. Raise a ruckus. <laughs> Minnesota Court of Appeals. You okay, Kenny? Oh, you had to see the episode. I'm okay, sorry. Then. Minnesota Court of Appeals has reversed an arbitrator's decision to reinstate the Stillwater prison warden who was fired after sending sexually explicit emails. The appeals court ruled today that Stephen Hammer violated Department of Corrections policy and the agency did have just cause to fire him. Hammer was fired in 2016 after allegations he sent lewd emails, shared personal data, and engaged in other behavior that was inappropriate. But last year, an arbitrator ruled he he should be reinstated, saying the Corrections Department lacked just cause to fire him. The arbitrator had found he should have faced discipline before being fired. The appeals court disagreed. Hammer has not returned to work while the appeal was pending. United Airlines flight traveling from Rome to, Ch- uh, Rome to Chicago had to be diverted to Ireland due to a potential security concern, according to the airlines. United Flight 971, a Boeing 767-300, landed in Shannon, Ireland. And Irish police are interviewing passengers and crew members. A source familiar with the matter said a written bomb threat was found on board the aircraft, which was carrying 107 passengers, eight flight attendants, and three pilots. The Irish Times reports the threatening message was scribbled on a surface inside one of the plane's bathrooms. The aircraft will be swept for explosives. Passengers will be subject to additional security screening. United says they expect passengers will need to stay the night in Ireland, return to Chicago as police continue their investigation. An Air Force officer with top security clearance who disappeared in New Mexico 35 years ago has been found in California after using a false name for decades. William Howard Hughes Jr. apprehended at his home after a fraud investigation, according to the Air Force Office of Special Investigations. 
told authorities after his capture last week he was depressed about being in the Air Force. That's when he decided to leave, create a fake identity, and lived in California since vanishing in 1983. Man, he had a good run. That's a long AWOL. Charged with desertion, he's being held at Travis Air Force Base in California. He could face up to five years of confinement, forfeiture of all pay, and dishonorable discharge from the Air Force. Uh, When he was in the Air Force, he'd been involved in classified planning and analysis of NATO's control, command, and communication surveillance systems during the Cold War. He specialized in radar surveillance. He was 33 and single when he vanished, according to news reports from the time of his disappearance. He had just completed a stint in the Netherlands where he worked with NATO officers. He was supposed to be back in Albuquerque by August of 1983. Office of Special Investigation spokesperson told the Albuquerque Journal there's no indication Hughes was involved with the Soviet Union or that any classified information was leaked. Green Lake, the largest freshwater lake on Hawaii's Big Island. Yeah. 200 feet deep. Yeah. Has completely disappeared. Shut up. Another victim of the Kilauea Volcano. Is she full? Full of lava? Yep. Lava? Lava lava from Fisher 8 began pouring into Lake June 2nd, turning it into a rolling, roiling, excuse me, cauldron. A thick white plume of water vapor billowed hundreds of feet over the lake. Took only. Uh, I was going to ask, excuse me, but. Where does the water go? But it just it goes it, to vapor. And and it, while we're at it, can you not use the word fissure again? I, I that won't that word makes me uncomfortable. It only took an hour and a half. Shut up for the molten rock to evaporate the entire wow. body of water. Do we know how big the lake was. Wow, you said two hundred feet deep. I'm two, going with that. It is two hundred feet deep. No, I, I don't know, but know. I wonder what it is in acres. It's three point uh, nine million hectare lakers. What? <laughs> I, okay. don't, I don't know. Uh, by the way, uh, it's been around 400 years. It's That's all? It was po- a swimming hole. A popular swimming hole for ages. According to legend, Pele, the Hawaiian goddess of volcanoes, bathed in the lake when she first came to the island. Huh. A decade ago, Fred Haynes. You know, when you do a lake story, uh-huh. what is the first question that our old friend, the How mayor, big of a lake How is come it? you don't just bring that I in probably, right away? Probably should have looked that yeah. up immediately. Yeah. I should know better, shouldn't I? Yeah. By now. I sure like to know how big that lake was. <laughs> exactly. And he's not joking. Rook's looking. <laughs> I'm Rook. looking it up. It does not list the acreage on Wikipedia, so I'll have to go to other. Uh, how, how can it only be 400 years old? Well, it. Uh, Okay, I don't. I, they that come I don't. and go, Kenny. You can. You can get. <laughs> you, you can get them. Yeah, you can get, get a lake. Oh, it's going to be after three. <laughs> you learn a lot about lakes <laughs> on this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one decade ago, Fred Haynes was wandering the Wichita airport. He was looking for a Nigerian man who'd be hauling two chests full of cash for him. After an hour of waiting and asking around, he came to the realization that the $65 million Nigerian fortune he thought he was inheriting wasn't showing up. Really? Well, if I had a dime every time I fell for that. How much in attorney fees did he have to pay to get this uh, money? Well, uh, actually what happens here is uh, he's going to be getting money now. Uh, He was scammed out of $110,000 during all this. Okay. But thanks to the Kansas Attorney General's office, uh, they've reached a settlement. Because Western Union admitted it knew some of its employees had conspired with the scam artist to build people out of the money and had failed to fix the problem. Oh. Western Union set aside $586 million to create a fund to refund victims across the U.S. and Canada. That many saps got taken for that much, oh. huh? Yeah. And he even mortgaged his house several times, this Haynes. Oh, well, he's an idiot. Well, yeah. 
He's going to get 110 yeah. grand back. Rook White, you take us to the old break there. And I we'll can be back. certainly do that. Kano's, we're in pretty good shape up here, man. <laughs> that lake info not available, Suchi Boy. Well, I did find out, though, it is the largest lake in the Hawaiian Islands. Or really? It was. It was. The largest lake. Wow. Can you tell me why it was uh, only invented 500, 400 years ago? Well, I don't know. Invented is the correct Just word. discovered, right? Discovered. No, I'm sure it appeared uh, as a result of, uh, you know, your seismic activity <laughs> that has to do with okay. the Yeah, that's true. They activity. do create stuff there. Yeah, All right. That's right. Green Lake Tremors. is situated in idyllic Kapoho, which became a ghost town when a lava flow destroyed the entire area after the eruption of oh. Kilauea in 1960. Okay. Except for the lighthouse at Cape Kumakai, all mm. structures were destroyed and buried under the lava. Kapoho was <laughs> never resettled. You're not bad on those Hawaiian names. You're pretty good. Yeah, Melakalikimaka. It's not great either. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the video of that Mustang getting eaten by the lava? <laughs> My dad goes out to Maui, and he doesn't go out on his deck. He goes out on his... Lanai. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, it's a bleeping porch. It's a bleeping porch. I don't know. Deck. Well, they, there's like, there, it's an alphabet that's missing six or seven letters, so right. it screws up the whole thing. Yeah. And and they, 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 they aren't happy with one A. They got to have two. Yeah. Throw a couple have, in there. A few more gotta, eyes. Yeah, it's just very annoying. Get a filler eye. Very annoying. If I was the governor of Hawaii, I'd go, i Spell all the names English. We have a new vocabulary. <laughs> you know who the spelling is similar to? The fin- Finlanders. They always got double huh. extra A's and all that. Kind but of that's based not on Finland. That's based on heavy drinking, though. Yes, it? right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Organizers of an annual skinny dipping event in Ireland announced this year's dip involved a record-breaking 2,505 naked women. Taking yeah, a swim. That, that might not all be what is cracked up. <laughs> How big is the lake, John? <laughs> <laughs> the strip. Can you imagine the bacteria, Suchi boy? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, strip and dip, an no, annual that's event. That's a good thing. At Magaramora Beach in County Wicklow. Well, it's probably on the ocean. Sure. How big is that ocean, John? <laughs> How many acres are we talking here? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. they, the 2,505 women shed their clothes, spent at least five minutes in the chilly water, allowing them to break the record. So this is a female-only event. That's okay. correct. All yes. right. And the guys just stand there, stand there and ogle. Yeah, right. pretty much. A couple yeah, of Germans yeah. try to get in on it. Like, <laughs> nine, nine. It's mostly just dudes in rain jackets. <laughs> Organizers said they bested the previous world record for a mass skinny dip, which was set three years ago in Western Australia, where 786 nude bathers took the plunge. I did raise money for a good cause, uh, 342 grand for a cancer charity. If the caps were anywhere near this, that's... Catanley Cup would never get back to Washington. No. They'd just be sitting there ogling. Hell, they raised a lot of money. That's uh, something we should consider doing. <laughs> you got a pool, Roycey? Sure. Oh. Well, I did until the lawnmower went in there. Right now, it's uh, right now it's uh, <laughs> out of commission. Yeah, out of commission how many? Uh, na- how many naked my talk moms do you think we could cram <laughs> into your pool? Oh God! Half a dozen? Oh, well, sure, they're all welcome. Uh, we got a fence. All hell? are welcome here. <laughs> From uh, the United Kingdom, it's me or the dogs. That's the choice Liz Haslam's husband, Mike, gave her after 25 years of marriage. 
So Haslam chose her numerous canines and told Mike <laughs> to leave. <laughs> Bye-bye. She told Express.co.uk, I haven't seen or heard from him since. I thought after 25 years he should know giving up the dogs was not what my intentions were. Aslam was born into an animal-obsessed family. Her mom bred West Highland Terriers, and her father ran an animal food oh, company. Terriers, I don't blame him. <laughs> so when the uh, resident married Mike in 1991, she already had a deep devotion to dogs. Mm -hmm. She turned that passion into her livelihood seven years ago when she moved with the husband to a house with a half acre of land and opened a pet boarding business. That venture eventually evolved to Beds for Bullies, a bull terrier sanctuary that she founded to provide care to rescue bull terriers in need of help. Uh, since letting her husband leave 18 months ago, Haslam has not spoken at all to Mike, even though the former couple has a 22-year-old well, son. You know damn well what the problem was. She made him do all, a lot of the work, shovel up the dog poop and stuff. She wanted him to help. If she was willing to do it all herself, he would have stayed. That'd be my guess. Finally, he just had enough. That's right. I'm not doing your work for these damn mutts. I don't blame them. Did she run the rescue deal, Jeff? Uh, no, not a rescue. She she does now, uh, as I, I was just getting to, actually. I'm sorry. She's yeah. expanded the number of dogs she's taking in as part of a rescue and has also offered shelter to a homeless man. I think she, uh, I Can think you the imagine the, the smell right yes, inside that house? I think well, the guy, yeah. Well, they, I would imagine they're outside kennels. They're not in the house. There's got to be a couple of them inside. Mm -hmm. There is uh, one other problem, though. She's going to have to take a break from rescuing dogs for a while. The animal rescuer says her landlord has given her an eviction notice. Okay. She now has to find a new home for herself and the growing number of rescue dogs she's caring for. So, Joe, I think you might be correct. Oh, we uh, we really missed you, uh, Roycey and Chris, during that last segment because John trotted out about five of these super uh, interesting stories. <laughs> and we just sat here and gave them the blank stare. So we could actually use you guys. We, we your, were uh, occupied. Your curiosity uh, really helps John out. <laughs> yeah. hey, thanks for trying. You guys. You guys. We just, we just sat here. <laughs> you burned through about six stories. Uh, I, I was well. watching YouTube clips. Did he start curb, giving it this one? Curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about, Reavers. You gave me that story. Mm -hmm. I love that That's story. That's not a bad story. <laughs> there. So there, Kenny. Okay. So there. All right. Okay. Me but, or the dogs. She picked the dogs. I like the story, what, too. Did we have a photo of her? Uh, there were several with the picture or with these stories. Was, was there any reason for him to regret his departure? No, and then she's uh, by, she's no. now a middle aged woman. Okay, so, right. She know. sounds like a pain in the ass no matter what she looks like. <laughs> Please, looks don't matter here. Yes, right. A Florida family woke up confused to the sounds of workers up on their roof okay. tearing their roof off. Huh. Because they weren't supposed to be there. You now, need a roof. Yeah, roof. Now, now that's <laughs> a practical that joke. I got up one morning and the roof did quite literally around the roof. <laughs> I get your roof. Pearl Northrup said her family woke up at their Lehigh Acres home to the loud banging of the roof being removed from the house. Uh, Northrop got up and called the person who owned the house. She doesn't own the house. She has a landlord, Sarah Fritchie, to ask why mm. she wasn't warned about the project. Fritchie said, well, I didn't warn you because no work had been ordered. <laughs> Whoops. Such remind us, when, when the dark man ordered the guys to come to, uh, to your house, did you... When you walked out, did you ask him who they were? I forget how that interaction this occurred only in the most casual of conversations. <laughs> and I said something to the effect that, man, I got to get up and fix that roof. <laughs> was next day, you had a roof. What are you complaining about? The next morning, they're on a roof. And I, I went out there and I said to the guy, what's the deal? He says, well, George said you need a roof. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs>
<laughs> Anywho, they were at the wrong house. Is that the punchline, uh, Johnny? It is, and uh, they apparently they just put the wrong address into their GPS. Oh, the okay. So well, they'll, they'll take care of well, it. You should knock on that. You always knock on the door. That's the idea. moral of that story. Yes. got coming up you got the washington caps fantastic john walton plymouth minnesota the voice of the washington caps uh, is with us to uh, talk about the celebration the ongoing celebration which will be capped by tomorrow's parade in washington it will be they might have as almost as big a crowd as don had for the uh, record-breaking crowd for the inauguration and uh also uh, bob herrig from shinnecock the uh, ESPN golf writer. So, uh, how, how did that guy get from Collins. Plymouth, Minnesota, to the voice of the Caps? Well, he Long ended, he ended up going to uh, college at Miami University in Ohio, got involved in hockey, and he was a hockey guy and started announcing games there and worked his way up the ranks. And uh, Harrigan from uh, ESPN? Bob Harrig. Bob Harrig will be with us from Shinnecock, uh, the ESPN golf columnist. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 73. The ride is coming up next.